You're listening to the Plano Pulse, a Plano Chamber podcast keeping you in tune with the heartbeat of the local business community. It's time for the Plano Pulse. We here at the Plano Chamber are working hard to finish out 2020 strong, and we're working hard on our 2021 events now. We would love to partner with you as a sponsor, buy virtual tables for your employees, and many other ways. We'd love to connect with you and get you more information on how you can partner with us on these great events. Find out more at planochamber.org or contact any Plano Chamber staff. Thank you for joining us today for Plano Pulse. I'm Kelly Marcellus, President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. And I'm Katie Jimenez, Director of Marketing and Communications for the Plano Chamber. Katie, I'm so glad you're joining us for today's call. This is a treat. We don't often get to host together. So first, let me welcome you. And I just want to say for all of our listeners that think that this is something different, Katie is actually kind of the brains behind the podcast. So she does a fantastic job and I get the pleasure of sharing the microphone with her today. So thanks so much, Katie. Thanks, Kelly, for letting me join. I'm really excited. It's going to be fun. Absolutely. Well, let's get started by introducing you to today's guests. Sandra Karras, Shaquana Newsom, and Tatsumi Paredes are members of the Diversity and Inclusion, or DNI, consulting team at the Toyota North American headquarters. Their main responsibility is partnering with human resources, supplier diversity, and parts of their organization to help leaders infuse diversity and inclusion within each of their departments. It's an all new team that formed earlier this year and truly a team of subject matter experts in the diversity inclusion space. So let me tell you about each of their superpowers before we begin. And I like that. I think we all need to know what our superpowers are. Sandra brings a wealth of auto and auto finance experience to the team. She has been with Toyota for over 25 years and is an expert in project management, IT and human resources. She is passionate about DNI because she believes in creating a space where everyone can bring their authentic selves to work. And I'm super excited because I've recently gotten to know Sandra a little bit better through her participation in our Culture and Inclusion Alliance. Shaquana has been with Toyota for three years, working in the HR space before DNI. She has almost 20 years of equal employment opportunity and affirmative action experience. She has a passion for helping organizations achieve their business results with their greatest asset their people. And last but definitely not least is Tatsumi. Tatsumi brings experience in marketing, branding, strategy, communications, and human resources to her current role leading this team. She's been very active in supporting team member development and looking for new and innovative ways to continue to make Toyota a great place to work. And Tatsumi has been engaged with the chamber for several years through our Culture and Inclusion Alliance. So Tatsumi, Shikwana, and Sandra, thanks so much for being here today. Thanks for having us, Thanks for having us. Thank having us. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, thanks so much, Kelly, for, for getting us kicked off. And, and before we dive into today's topic, um, Tatsumi, Shaquana, Sandra, can you take a moment, please, to share a brief overview of the role your team plays at Toyota? Sure. This is Tatsumi. So as Kelly so kindly mentioned in our introduction, we're members of the Toyota Diversity and Inclusion Team. And I'll share with you at Toyota, our DNI mission is to drive a diversity mindset and inclusive behavior into every aspect of our business. We know the diverse perspectives and experiences of our team members across North America lead to things like better business results, more creativity, and also innovation. And it's cool because we see it happening every day. And 
I'm sure the two of you have heard that having a diverse employee base is really not enough today. You know, companies like ours, we want to create an inclusive environment and a culture where team members really feel like they can bring their authentic selves to work. So I guess I'd say that our work is strategic and it's also filled with purpose. And I'd like to think that we help create a place where everyone feels welcome, valued, and heard. That's awesome. Are, are you three the, the only members of the team? Is this the full team? Uh, we're the members of the consulting team. We've got a broader team that uh, is about 10 to 12 people within diversity and inclusion. Okay, great. Tatsumi, we were chatting recently and you brought up this concept of Mendomi which is an important element of Toyota's culture. And I was so interested in, in learning more. So for our listeners, can you tell us what is Mendomi? Sure, and, and this is Shaquana. So Mendomi is a Japanese term. Translated, it just means to, care, to have care and concern for your fellow employees as if they were a part of your family. I think that it really means it's the spirit of caring and assisting others and helping them with their learning and growth. That's what to me Mendomi means personally. Yes, and that's great, Shaquana. I'll also add that a big part of the Toyota culture is built on the twin pillars of what we call the Toyota way. It's respect for people and continuous improvement. And honestly, we try our best to connect all of our work to the Toyota way. It's it's our foundation. So I'd like to give you an example of uh, Mendomi when the pandemic hit, for example, you know, like many people here in the area or at many companies, the first communication to, to us was really quick and it was about staying safe and asking everyone to work remotely immediately. And this has really never happened this quickly at Toyota. But what followed afterwards was, was really truly, you know, indicative of our culture. We heard executives talking about Mendomi and how they practice it. And Mendomi, like Shaquana had mentioned, it's something that they do mainly in the manufacturing plants or the parts of our company. And when the pandemic hit and we started to hear uh, some examples of this, that's how Mendomi started spreading in Plano. So when it comes down to it, it all ties back to respect for people and really showing that care and concern. You know, it's interesting. I, I've been watching The Voice this year. I'm watching so many things I never watched before. Um, and there's this teenage boy, I think it's over now, but there's this teenage boy that was on, on the competition and he has a autistic brother who is actually older than him, but he serves as kind of a caretaker for his brother. And it was so sweet because he made this comment on national television that's like, he said something about, you know, I wish everybody could see the world through the lens of someone on the spectrum because I think we'd all be a little bit kinder. And it was such a, I mean, he's so young and it was just like, oh, it just hit me in my heart. And I feel like that's kind of the same way. It's like if you have respect and kindness for each other, so many things seem to seem so less important. Well, this is definitely an, an important topic and an important concept right now um, during the pandemic, as you were saying, Tatsumi. So um, we obviously have members of the Toyota DNI consulting team here with us today. So how does Mindomi tie into your work in diversity and inclusion? You know, it it really ties in um, because the Mindomi approach links very well with our activities. Inclusion is really an important aspect of our initiative. And inclusion is really the action step. It's what you 
do to make others feel welcomed, valued, respected, and heard. And you'll hear us often say those four things. I think um, those are critical and important aspects of Mendomi um, and practicing diversity and inclusion. Um, but it, it, at the end of the day, it's really about making someone feel welcomed, valued, respected, and heard. And those are the four takeaways that we wanna make sure everyone remembers. Can you kind of build on that and tell us why you think it's important for businesses to demonstrate inclusion? You know, really the, the simple answer is about inviting people to the conversation. As many of you heard the saying, giving them a seat at the table, being inclusive to everyone. So I think from a business perspective, it's really making sure that you're treating everyone as you would treat your family. And that really truly is the Mendomi definition. Um, from my diversity and inclusion perspective, it also means to learn about other people, be open to their, their perspectives. There's so many little things that make us who we are today and how you were raised contribute and guide you and your decision-making. And it's important that we understand those and are open um, and to listening to others' perspectives and, and opinions. And yes, I'd just like to, to add to what Sandra was saying and, and take it up one step further. She talked about you know exposing yourself. And so I think when you think about diversity and inclusion in Mendomi, you, we all want to expose ourselves so that we can have a, a deeper understanding of one another's lifestyle, right? But certainly we're not saying that you have to agree. Um, it's about hearing another person's perspective and, and showing that you can understand and that you're listening to that perspective. Because that's when, as Tatsumi said earlier, you can bring your whole and authentic self to work. And so you being authentic at work, of course, means sharing and speaking up about your experiences and how your experiences may be different from another's experience. And so bringing that all together as you practice Mendomi, I'm caring about your experience, even though your experience is different than mine. Great, thank you. Okay, so now that we know the basics of Mendomi, let's talk about how our listeners can integrate this practice into their lives and their businesses. So for instance, how can our small business owners demonstrate Mendomi? Thanks, Kelly, that's such a great question. You know, living in North Texas, I know there are many small businesses in the area that continue to serve their customers safely. And just in the same way that customer focus is key to Toyota, I know in speaking to business owners that they're doing their best to remain resilient and continue delivering to their customers. Um, and I really appreciate that. There's a lot of personal passion when you're up for the challenge of, of running a business. So here's what I would say to our business owners. Whether you have one employee or hundreds of employees, there's no better time to pause and demonstrate Mendomi. This could be something special like making a donut run and getting each person's favorite flavor, you know, something customized and personal, or uh, I'll share a story with you. In fact, just the other day, I picked up my son, Ryan, from work. He's in high school. He works in retail, and it's his first job. And I always ask him, what was the highlight of your day today? Because I want to see how his day is going and what he's noticing. So last week, he said that his manager, Heather, had bought coffee for everyone, and his caramel frappuccino with extra whip was the highlight of his day. So here's what I learned from that. I know that Ryan, he loves going to work, and 
I can tell you that Heather's Mendomi is probably a reason why he likes being there. So it's that personal care that she's showing. Uh, I'll give you another suggestion because I want to say that you don't have to spend money to practice Mendomi. It could come in the form of pausing and asking employees, you know, what do you need to be successful as you're riding this pandemic wave right now? So maybe as a business owner, think about any areas where you can offer just a, a little bit of flexibility. Um, I'm really hoping you're seeing a theme here. It, it really is about making it personal when I think about Mendomi. You know, uh, of course, you can go out there, you can buy a dozen of your favorite flavor of donuts for the team, or you can get that big box of coffee. And absolutely, those are ways to express Mendomi too. But as a recipient of, of these really small acts of inclusion, I'll tell you, it just means so much more when people feel like it is personalized and that you know them individually. And I'll tell you, Kelly and Katie, your best employees, they'll remember these moments. And I think they'll be really motivated to work even harder in the future, too. I love those examples. We actually have a Valero gas station downstairs from the chamber office that is our snack stop. Uh, Kelly's smiling because she knows we're there all the time. And that is one of the ways I think in our office that we often show Mendomi to each other is if someone's running, they say, I got you the fries from the taqueria or I got you your favorite brand of the spicy chips. And then that's just, it makes the whole day. It makes the, the whole afternoon better when you get not just a snack, but your snack and your coworker or your exactly. boss. It's really, really nice. Yeah, I agree. And and that, that Valero is a dangerous place with the taqueria included. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds so, amazing. <laughs> so this is so timely with large sections of our workforce having less face-to-face -face time with social distancing and, and virtual work environments. And I know before the break, you guys alluded a little bit to how this has been impacting you at Toyota. Um, but for those who are managing virtual teams across the community, how can they best practice Mendomi? Well, that's a good question, Kelly. I think we're in very unique times now and more than ever connecting with people is just so very important. Uh, some of the ways that I like to practice Mendomi at work is making sure I'm reaching out to our team members through a quick instant message note or really my preferred way is through a video call. And you don't have to get all dressed up. You don't have to do your hair or do your makeup. It could just be an easy, quick call to sip some coffee and catch up. I think there's something to be said on being able to see someone and connect visually with them. But it is important to also say, we need to give each other a little grace while on these conference calls or even video calls. We're all working in unique and different environments. Some people, may have some furry office meets that are quiet until of course you start your call and then that's when the barking begins. Or like my cat, he likes to be in front and center during my video calls, often blocking my computer and camera. He loves to stick his nose in my camera. And we have other people who have children attending school virtually and can be heard in the background. And well, we can go on and on about all the different scenarios people are experiencing right now by working from home, but at the end of the day, remembering to give a little grace in these instances makes people feel included. And inclusion is just so important right now and will go a long way in helping everyone feel some of that normalcy we had before the pandemic hit. So while I know this may not work for everyone, I would love to throw a challenge out there and I challenge everyone out there to get creative in creating these inclusive environments Find what works for you, but most importantly, be genuine. 
you know, as Tatsumi mentioned in her uh, previous answer about bringing donuts to work, make sure that that's something that you would do. Don't go out of your way and do something that um, is uncomfortable or awkward for you. And while this may take a little more effort to do than before, I guarantee that all your team members will feel more included, valued, and likely more engaged. Sandra, I like how you're talking about being genuine. And if we could share a little story about you, I'll say when this pandemic first hit, it was a lot trying to shift into working into the uh, virtual environment, trying to get the kids ready, et cetera. And, you know, a lot of our worlds got turned upside down, myself included. And I just, I just remember there was a day where it was rough, <laughs> full transparency. I was having a tough day. And at the very end of the day, Sandra sends me a text. And it's a photo of like 10 different masks with these cute patterns, you know, sports patterns, cat patterns, et cetera. And all she said was, hey, I took some time to make some masks because sewing is something I'd love to do. And I'd like to know if you'd like to have one. And I got to tell you, Sandra, that was genuinely you. That's something you enjoy. And for you to share that gift with me in that moment, that was Mendomi. And I don't know that I'll ever forget about that moment. So I, I did want to thank you for that and, and just share that story with our audience too. Thank you, Tots. I appreciate that. You know, that's a really good lesson because I think, I mean, right now we're recording this right around the holidays. And I know when our listeners are listening, it's going to be a little bit later, but we're all, the holidays all make us, like you guys said, the worst version of ourselves sometimes piled on top of a, a of a pandemic and we, you know, I stress about finding the right gift for a person based on what they like, but maybe sometimes it's about sharing a piece of you and something you like. And so I think that's kind of a neat idea. That's a really good way of putting that, Kelly. I love that. Kelly, that's, that's a great point. So one segment of the population that's been on all of our minds this past year is our caregivers who have been working hard to support others during this time of COVID-19. So do you have any suggestions for how Mendomi can help us better connect with them? Yes, absolutely. I think we've all talked about the three of us, um, our mothers. And so we know that COVID um, hit caregivers hard, especially women um, who are mothers. And I was reading the other day that in September, um, over 800,000 women left the labor force um, because of the stress of COVID and those things. And because as caregivers, they're not only caring for their children and making decisions about going to school in person or virtually, but they also maybe care for a spouse or a partner and their parents. And so this was a very, and still is a very stressful time in our lives. And as caregivers, we have so many decisions to make. And I wanna share a little bit about my experience as a caregiver. I think Tatsumi and Sandra know I'm an extrovert. And so for me, not going to work um, or other parts and activities was very challenging. And, and so I felt bad complaining about being stressed about being sort of in my bubble when others were losing their jobs and um, many Americans and those across the globe were sick and even dying. And so for me, I had some mothers call me to check and see how I was doing and how my son who's on the autism spectrum was doing. And that meant a lot to me. And one of the things that I learned during those conversations is to remember to have grace for myself when things start getting stressed out. And so because they helped me, I wanted to help others 
um, and pay it forward. And so I've been making an effort to call someone or text them once a week just to say, hello, how are you doing? And one thing that I found out is that I'm not alone. Other mothers are, and caregivers are stressed out about feeling like they're failing their children during this time and failing in other relationships. But the one thing that through this I've been able to share is that we're not failing. We're parenting um, and caregiving through a once in a lifetime event. And so one thing we should not have been saying is have grace for yourself, lean on others for assistance. And so I've also said, if you need me, please, I'll, you know, feel free to reach out and also just checking and seeing if there's something that anyone might need from me, because when you are sort of doing all these things and taking care of all these people, you don't think to ask for assistance and you don't want to ask for assistance. So I just encourage everyone to check in on those who are caregivers because it means a lot. It means a lot to, to for someone to know that you're thinking about them and how they're going in their own personal journey through COVID. And what about in our personal lives? How can we extend this practice of Mendomi to friends and neighbors? You know, Kelly, I, I want to keep it real. A lot of times, I'll be honest, I don't see my neighbors. Right now, I'm really not seeing very many people in person. So when it comes to neighbor, I might do a quick wave. Beyond that, I'll tell you it might be too cold outside, too hot outside, et cetera. I'm looking forward to getting back, back home, getting back to working remotely, being in meetings all day, or maybe I'm cooking dinner for the family. And, you know, like everyone else, I've just got so much to do. So I, I'm going to pause right there. I was being a little bit dramatic. I, I wanted to share with you how easy it is to find reasons why I can't practice Mendomi in my day. And here's something that I, I've really been thinking about. You know, there is a lot that we're all balancing. Like Shaquana said, there's plenty, plenty to do personally and professionally. But I'm going to challenge myself to practice Mendomi with my neighbors. And I want to be intentional about it. So I think this week what I'm going to do is maybe pick up some pastries, write a holiday card. And I'm going to make that time to say hi to my neighbors on both sides of our house. Uh, and, and really just, you know, have a brief conversation with them. And I think I'll say, you know, at the end, let me know if you need anything at all. And, and honestly, I'm going to call that my first attempt at Mendomi with some new folks and see where it goes from here. And I want to make sure the listeners know this is absolutely okay, because sometimes Mendomi, sometimes it'll take two minutes, sometimes it'll take more, sometimes it's with people you know, and other times it's with folks you don't know. Uh, the point is, I really just want to think about my words and my actions and, and show that I care. And if you think that what you're doing or saying conveys some care to somebody, that's Mendomi. Uh, so that would be my, my best advice for your, your friends and neighbors. Thank you, Katsumi. That, that's really, that was very lovely and a little inspirational. Um, well, we are almost out of time, but um, can we go around real quick and have you all offer us any final words of advice before we wrap up? Yeah, I think some final words of advice is really, as you've heard, the theme is just about these small acts of inclusion, just any small act um, to your neighbors, to your friends, to your coworkers. It's about reaching out, it's about communication, it's about being genuine, and it's about being authentic. And so, you know, what we'd like for people to take away is, 
you can do anything. It doesn't have to cost um, any money. Um, it's just a matter of making sure that you are checking in. You are being um, inclusive to others around you, to your customer base, to your team members. And that's really important during these times. I think I, I certainly agree with Sandra. She, she said it so well. You know, this whole concept of Mendomi is you know, treating others as, as if they were family. And so as we're um, going through another year, um, just think about those things that you can do to brighten someone else's day. Because in fact, when you brighten someone's day and show that you care, it, it also brightens your day and it gives you a sense of purpose, a sense of fulfillment. And so as we are um, going into winter and, and coming around to spring, I would just advise those who are listening to think about that and how they can help others um, as we grow. Um, we're alone, but we're also together. And so think about how you can be together during this time. That's great advice, Sandra and Shaquana. I would also say to our listeners, please don't underestimate your ability to make an impact in someone's life. They really may need it now more than you'll ever know. And if you can just pick one person a week, one person a day where you want to practice a little bit of Mendomi, I definitely think you're going to make an impact here. So give it a try. That is all incredible advice. Um, unfortunately, that is all the time we have for today. Satsumi, Shaquana, and Sandra, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us this morning and teach us more about Mendomi. I know I learned a lot today, and it's always a good reminder, especially in these polarizing political times and the world changes so fast, just, just to stop and think about how we help make people feel welcome, valued, respected, and heard. And I like to think of the chamber as a family. I know, I mean, I hope I'm not alone in this and thinking that the staff is a family, but for sure the whole chamber. Um, and I like that we are thinking about how we're treating each other and how we would treat, you know, treating each other like we would our family. Absolutely. We're, we're thankful to have Toyota in our community leading the way with this important work your team is doing. So again, thank you so much for joining us. Would you like to get your business in front of our listeners? Contact the Chamber to learn more about sponsorship opportunities. Thank you so much for tuning in to Plano Pulse. Please let us know what you think, share with your friends and colleagues, and be sure to tune in for our next episode. Hey everyone, Kelly Marcellus here, your President and CEO of the Plano Chamber. Are you looking to kickstart your Friday morning with dozens of local business owners and professionals? Set your alarm and join us for our weekly business interchange meetings for virtual networking worth waking up early for. Meetings are held at 7.30 a.m. every Friday morning on Zoom. Join us and share your 30-second commercial promoting your business and be the first to hear what's going on with other local businesses. Visit planochamber.org to learn more and we'll see you next Friday.